Hey, happy Sunday. So today's conversation is with a friend of mine. Um, the first time I saw this woman, I was like, wow, she's stunning. And then I heard her talk. And the confidence and intellect and just all the great things about her and her personality shone through every word that she spoke. She has a sublime countenance and appearance and I just felt the strength within her when I first met her and I was in immediate awe and I wanted to get to know her better. We were in a Mother's Day or mother mother based pageant, Miss Elegant Moms, in which I did awfully. I was unprepared, it was just a hot mess, you know, no support. Um no support from home, that is. Um and I I just I bumbled through the entire thing. Um well I guess pageantry is not my thing anyway. But she did really, really well. And, you know, after that, we got to know each other and that kind of thing and got to know a lot about each other. And we realized in some ways in which we are very similar. And, of course, I would have realized in some ways in which the strength that I saw was a lot more than I even imagined. And so this conversation just broaches um, on her choosing herself as a person as a woman, as a wife, as a mother. Um, And I wanted to share that with you guys because the different stories matter. The different experiences matter because I think based on the feedback that I've got so far from a lot of women and even from some men is that sometimes we just don't know what people are going through and we think people are out here living these fantastic, amazing lives with no self-awareness, no stress, no drama, no trauma. And we come out on top all the time just because. And well, that's not how it goes. Sometimes, all the time, we are real people with real things happening to us every day. Anyway, before I go on, you all know the drill. Word of the day. I am going to use simple word today. Word today is asunder. A-S-U-N-D-E-R. It's an adverb or can be used as an adjective. Meaning into separate parts, in or into pieces. To use it in a sentence or a paragraph rather. This is from W.E.B. Dubois of our spiritual strivings, the souls of black folk. It was written in 1903. Two souls, two thoughts, two unreconciled strivings, two warring ideals in one dark body whose dark strength alone keeps it from being torn asunder. I hope you guys use it in your vocabulary this week. And I hope today's episode gives you some form of release or some form of self-awareness. May it help you realize either your blessings 
for your opportunities or even ways in which you have to begin to hold yourself accountable. Enjoy. So, um, I was, I'm always in awe of you and, you know, your son, your relationship with your son and that kind of thing. I really love to see it. And, um, of course, through us getting to know each other a little better, uh, I would have known that you had gotten married. And then I remember watching some posts and I was like, but why? (laughs) Yeah, it was a shocker. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what's, what's going so on here? Still surprised because apparently not everybody knows. And as now? people, up to now, even three years after when people find out, they are like, what? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Good, you're my business. <laughs> well, hey girl, you know. <laughs> um, so I remember feeling a, a little shocked and a little sad, like, you know, I don't know, because you, you all always seem to have things together, right? I mean, we had spoken before in yeah. terms of issues with in-laws and whatever, um, but it, I never got the impression that you guys had any stress when it came to you two. Yeah, and I never thought that we would have ever gotten divorced, because despite yeah. everything we went through and experienced, um, always seems to find each other but I don't things know change. <laughs> things change <laughs> things change I understand so tell me yeah. I Not mean change, you grow and yes. some of these things you identified with and you you kind of realize that there is a lot of the things that you were going along with mm-hmm. had nothing with you and right. just had everything to do with how you were shaped culturally and what you think was expected and what you think it's going to look like on the outside and not really being true to yourself right right yeah i understand i mean i, I imagine that's a rude wake- awakening for you when you kind of realize wait am i really living my truth or realize that you're not living your truth exactly for me i had a Oh gosh, this is an obscene word to use. I had a bucket moment. Right, right, right. <laughs> and when I had it, it 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 said more to me than it said anything about the other person and anything else that was going on. I just had enough of my own crap. Got enough it. of my own. Because it's like, okay, it's only so much a person could do to you until you're now allowing it to happen now, man. Understood. Yeah, there's only so much agency you have to remove from yourself. At some point, you have to decide that this is enough. That I am not going to do this. Anymore. So I had to take some responsibility for it because we tend mm. to get into um, an attitude of why is this happening to me? And mm. I've done all this. Why can't he behave like this? And mm. you can't you can't force people to be something they are not. It doesn't necessarily mean they are awful people. They are just not right for you. Right. That was be right for someone else. They might be able to gel better because it might be easier with another woman who is not of my personality. Because I can be a lot to deal with if you're the type of person who just 
wants to sit back and lay back and everything is everything. Right, right. Agreed. Yeah, I could be a lot to deal with for mm-hmm. a person like that. So, I mean, after three years and lots of therapy on my side, I've come to mm-hmm. understand the individual. I don't hate him. Mm-hmm. Love him, love him, love him. Would not change the fact that he's the father of my son. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. I love him from a distance, a very, very safe distance, because that was also <laughs> a very abusive situation. So having a Which child a with somebody like that is very, very difficult to now do what people call co-parenting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to be this parent with somebody who has caused you a lot of heartache and pain and yeah. sex in life as well mm-hmm. because I wasted a lot of time. Yeah. I wasted a lot of time. But um mm-hmm. thankfully I came to my senses while mm-hmm. I was in my early thirties and not when I'm fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, I've lived a life already and now I'm living another one from mm-hmm. a perspective of inf- of experience, more information, being more aware of myself and that kind of thing. So co-parenting it it started off very difficult until i understood that we could not co-parent right okay understood yeah maybe i need maybe i need to come to that um because i think of course you know there's a bit of kicking and screaming because you have one side who thinks they know best and also um likely has a lot of emotional you know they, they don't really want to be detached because they're accustomed to you being the person that listens, that does this, that does that, and so right. that fight, that that you know that. And then when person is used to you being a particular way, they don't mm-hmm. want to acknowledge that you've grown from being this way to another way. So they yes. don't want to accept this new version of you. So they try Correct. to pull you back into what you used to behave like before. Mm-hmm. But um, in my experience. Um, co-parenting is is a shared effort and shared interest and if that is not there then it is not defined as co-parenting and thankfully for me Mm -hmm. I don't know if you had the same experience while my son's father and I were together Mm -hmm. even even together there was no such thing as co-parenting I did everything same I did everything he was Mm -hmm. just a, a, a source of financial support. He did that right. very well. He is an mm-hmm. excellent provider, mm-hmm. excellent provider, even protector for me as well. Right. Cannot okay. with that. But being a parent is so much more than saying, "Okay, I have the money." Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. And when you be now become in a place where you don't even need that person financially. You get to realize, but wait, I am doing everything. Everything, everything Every by yourself. And it is what it is. Like, like, there comes a point where you're no longer even asking, you know, a technique. Exactly. But what you just it? go with the flow because this is what it is. Correct. What, what is the point right? of having any flow? That is correct. Mm-hmm. For me, that was, you know, when you're getting divorced, you, ch- you tend to weigh the pros and cons. Okay. I want to leave, but is there a reason I should mm-hmm. stay? And you try to weigh the options as to why you could stay. And one of the things that I may have considered mm-hmm. as a reason to stay was if in my mind I thought he was a great father. Right. And then when I started 
I looked at it, I was like, he provides, but the teachers don't know what he looked like. He does not drop him to school. He does not pick him up from mm-hmm. school. Every time I ask the assistant with anything like those things, it's always an excuse. His job this, his job right. that. Meanwhile, I'm working. Um, right. I'm studying as well. Doing part-time little stints, you know, to expand my knowledge and mm-hmm. whatnot. But I always have the time. I will go to school, come back home in the night, and I have to check the homework. Yep. You know? Big projects, I have to do the projects. To a point where we used to argue a lot over school projects he thought that they were too grand right and why wasted so much time and long time it wasn't like that and i was like if you used to go to the school and see the quality of some of these things coming in and the standard of what is out mm-hmm. there you would understand why i invest so much in these things to to produce something because the type of child you want out there it's not like long correct. time correct also you must live in we're not living in a rural area anymore where, mm-hmm. you know, you really have to push too much because it, it don't really have any competition Correct. there, you know? Correct. But one of the things that used to anger me the most is when something grand is achieved, he's oh, there for the celebration. Daddy, there is. I remember having this huge argument once um, where when my son was, was there for the weekend or whatever and homework and stuff wasn't done. And I called, like, what the hell? Why isn't this done? He was he was there like an Easter weekend. He was there for five days. Why isn't the homework done? He's like, why does he have to do all this at a homework? And da-da-da. I'm like, what? Yeah. How How is this? Yeah. Even, like, how would you even think this way, you know? You, I was I was about to say because we spending all this money to send you to a private school but then I had to remember I was spending all the money and I guess if you don't have the, the if you are not making an investment in something you won't know its value so there's that yeah, you know I mean? yeah. but um, I grew up in a very rural community where we had little to no opportunities right. and when my son kicked me for the first time in my tummy I said you will have the best yep. the best mm-hmm. even if the best means I'm going all out of my way to make sure you have it that is what mm-hmm. it is but both of us wanted those things but saying it and actually doing something towards achieving mm-hmm. it is different yep. but what I've also noticed is some men when they realize how dedicated and reliable you are as a mother mm-hmm. they take it as well i don't really need to do it i don't need to do much yeah she has it mm-hmm. yeah but mm-hmm. you know and i think that is that is the issue with my son's father i don't think um i he loves his son i know that mm-hmm. because um he shows it mm-hmm. but um because he knows there's somebody who could pull the weight yeah. and he knows i have it I will do my best. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fuss. Correct. I could call and say, you know what? I need ten thousand dollars because he needs that. He might grouse a little bit, and then two days after, you'll be like, all right, I send it in your account. Right. Go and do what I have to do. Got to. And that's it. But sometimes I just want him to be present. Right. I understand. Just come, come, come and see the great things that he's doing. Don't just sit back and wait for me to send a picture or send a video. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, come show up, especially since he's a young man and he's going to an all boys school. Mm-hmm. All the other boys have their dads there with them. Mm-hmm. 
I'm always the between all the dads. Of course. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of not play. Oh. Let the men do what they have to do, Correct. you know? Yeah. That- I'm thankful for having a very open relationship with my son, so thankfully he's not affected. In the beginning he was. Of course. Yeah. So I had to take him I had to take him to therapy, but she was not pleased about because he was like, I don't really like the idea of telling people my feelings. I said, well, this is a safe place. Just go and say what you're feeling. Right. And it, it, it brought out a lot of things, huh? Already? That's because, nice. Yeah, it brought out a lot of things. I didn't. I never knew my son was disappointed in me in even getting married to his dad. Wow. That is a powerful thing for a child to see. Wow. Because I had left before. Mm-hmm. And we were on our own. And we were very happy. And then I tried to make it work again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Son was very unhappy because the, the the relationship wasn't just a toll on me. Yeah, because um, whatever issues we had, my son did not have a voice while he was living with his dad. Okay. So the way he could express himself freely around me, and I would allow him to, okay, what you want to be? Every month it changes. It changes every month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His opinion thing changes and I'm like you're just a child that's fine yeah as you experiment and experience with a lot of different things something will stick eventually mm-hmm. so that was a problem the the mere fact that he was so expressive and you know his dad didn't like that much he felt like children should know their place and you shouldn't have too much conversation what I say is what I say don't ask me anything right I didn't like that and then we were going down a road of following a particular religion and it had us very restrained. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, or not living in the real world. Right. My son couldn't play sports, he couldn't play board games. And this is a very intelligent mind. Right. My son is 12 and he's coding, he builds websites. He's not a child that is traditional. He's very much of age. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can't be stuck in old ways as a parent even right. even some of the things I am stuck in sometimes I have to loosen up a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and even to this day he would come to me with everything and I would be like you know this is a conversation you can have with your father and he was like nah that would turn into old talk mommy and you know how it does go I better not say nothing <laughs> that's not oh, nice wow. yeah I mean and you, you want your parents to be a safe place right yeah, because I'm like, so if I die, what, what's going to happen? I'm not going to be here forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, you can't die. I said, yes, I can. Something could happen. I could get in an accident on the highway. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. So I try my best to have a good relationship with his dad and him, but um, I've stopped. Mm-hmm. I've stopped. I was put in my place. I was told, don't tell me how to be a father. I know what I do. Right. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, Sorry, I was just trying to make sure that you know that I am not blocking anything, but I will, I will stop. I will stop. Wow. And you know what me stopping means? For example, like right now, it's been over a month. He has not taken him. Wow. A month. How are you guys handling the, the online schooling situation then in that case? I mean, I know he's old enough now to probably stay home on his own. Um, he's 
He's very, very good. Very good. Okay. No issues. He's a, he's a techie child, so... Yeah, so he's happy. He troubleshoots for himself. He does everything for himself. I, t- um, I, like I was telling somebody the other day, God said, girl, you've had 20 years of stress. I will not dare give you a troublesome child to deal with. <laughs> on top of that. <laughs> so I feel that that is what God has done for me. So I have no disciplinary issues. Yeah, neither do I. The worst is I have to say, hey boy, you bathe for the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's the worst. I have to That's say that I have a very similar, um, very similar situation with my son that yeah. um I know I hear a lot of parents complain, especially about boys. Boys this, they misbehaving, they're noisy, they doing a lot of mischief, blah blah blah. But I, I don't I don't have I don't have that experience at all, honestly. So I'm always grateful that he he is yeah, who he is. That's what, what we feed into their minds, you know. I guess, I guess. Especially I like, once we like he's always been that way. Okay, to to, to to just explore. Yeah. Come and talk to me. I pull you up when need be. Mm-hmm. But this is a safe space. Children have to know that. Yeah, they have to know it's a safe space. It's true. It's true. So I remember you kind of blew in my mind the other day and which is why I wanted to have the discussion with you because um, you spoke about being in an abusive situation and um, we would have kind of compared notes briefly in in that we've both been in abusive situations. Of course, in my case, it was not physical, thankfully. Um, But then you mentioned that you had some of that in addition to, you know, mental um, or whatever else. I've had it all. That is something. And all. I just feel like so young because we're similar in age, yes. right? And that's so yes. much to be going through at that age. It is, it is heavy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Heavy, it's disturbing. It, it's also a very lonely road mm-hmm. to travel because yeah. it comes with an element of disgrace and shame because. We have a culture where if you open your mouth, they're going to say what you do to provoke him. Right. What you do that he didn't like. Maybe you should try something else. Maybe, mm. you, you know, and I always get, you know, you have strong opinions. Maybe you should just hush your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. Wow. I get that a lot. Wow. And then for me, the I think the reason why I stayed in that situation for so long is because I saw that as a child growing up. Mm-hmm. I saw my mom go through all those things. And one of the reasons why I've always been hesitant to speak out about the level of abuse I've endured is because telling my story means telling my mother's story. And telling those stories mean exposing people in such a way that I know I am emotionally strong, but I am not sure about how emotionally strong the other persons are. Yeah. And I try my best not to affect whatever type of growth they might be having, whether they're having it or not is on them. But yeah. um, try not to interrupt it by shaming or, you know. Mm-hmm. And it really it isn't, it isn't your place to open them up to that type of scrutiny. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I, I, I can't, I mean, people, people are aware, people have seen, people, they, they know, but um, until you, the individual, comes out and say, 
yes, he did this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's still a doubt in people's mind. Yes, yeah, still conjecture. And still a lot of people tend to say once an abuser, always an abuser. But just the same way an addict could get help, I think an abuser could get help. It's just right. that they need to want the help. That's and true. I think in my case, um, my ex is very very remorseful. I think he he realizes that he made some really bad 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 choices when it comes to that and um, to the point where mm-hmm. I've always had to tell him I said you know what the only way you could get past this is if you forgive yourself because I have forgiven but if you right. don't forgive yourself you always feel you owe me something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he thinks that he can't move forward because if he does certain things in the way he should be doing them it's because in his mind you know I should have been doing that with her that's what she had deserved and then of course sometimes I tell him you could just be talking shit just to try to see if I would break and come back yeah yeah yep, yep. you know so I have to be very careful very very mm-hmm. careful because it's not like if this is not somebody I once loved you don't just love somebody and then stop love them correct it's not a switch you know the, the 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 love the dynamics of the love changes because mm-hmm. that 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 was real hard to deal with her because i'm telling you somebody you've been with for 20 years i'm 35 so right. that is somebody i've known more than half my life mm-hmm. we learned a lot of things together we grew up together our spirits are so tied up together so mm-hmm. when people say you don't have a boyfriend as yet i'm like I am good. I am detoxing. I am detoxing. <laughs> I mean, I just feel lonely. I just want a little, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear you, sis. I hear you. I don't want to come to somebody and bring any form of brokenness to them. I mean, I won't always be 100% whole, but there are certain things I don't think another person deserves to have to deal with. Yes, you know? agreed. I don't think they need to be dealing with that thing. To the point where when he first started having to come to pick up the child and stuff, I would talk to him to the burglar proof and <laughs> not coming right. by this Because, you know, you still have a way you want to hug, you want to squeeze, you want to touch. You know, yeah. so I would talk to the burglar proof because mm-hmm. I know this person does could, could take me, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I understood. But what I will tell you is as time goes by, and you learn the lesson, the person becomes unattractive in certain ways. Yeah, the sexual attention will disappear. So you won't find the person sexually attractive anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you, you would look at them and the things that made you weak and dizzy and fluffy about them, all of a sudden it's like, okay, whatever, that's not even there. It's meh, you, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and trust me, I'm so happy I got to that point because this is person, this is somebody I was weak in the knees about. <laughs> weak in the knees. I was bringing him and my knees buckling because I'm weak. <laughs> my word. <laughs> weak in the knees because I'm telling you, when you get to a place with somebody where it's so comfortable, because we used to do every and anything, every and anything. Like somebody tried to engage me in a little tit for tat once, and I was like, "Girl, don't try to compete with history. Just be yourself. Just be yourself." Wow. She was being so vicious, and I, I had to be like, "I say, you know what? When you eventually kiss him, you might taste me. That's what I tell you. How long? Oh, we doing stuff <laughs> like <this? laughs> 
<laughs> so I was like, don't be like that. I'm not on anybody. Just be yourself. Yeah. yeah. So the more he knows that you try to make contact with me or anything, trust me, that's it for you. you put yourself in you trouble. Like put yourself in trouble. You know what? I am. I wish my son's father would find a girlfriend. Like, would make my day. Like, please find somebody. Yeah, I mean, I've always, I've always said that. I tell him, please, please, it must have a smallie, Odie. It must have a smallie, but I. <laughs> <laughs> a chance now. <laughs> something, something. Figure it out, but uh, yeah, we yeah. don't have that kind of relationship where we really broach that type of conversation at all. Um, and uh, our experiences are different in that way. But, yeah, but um, I don't think the person was even anything. He don't even know that person even bothered me or anything. I don't, I don't yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't like those kind of things at all. But I want to give some healthy advice. Be yourself. You'll get you better like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the fact that somebody would message you in the first place is, is clearly they haven't done their homework. That's incredible to me. Yeah. yeah. But then, the thing about it is, um, a lot of them. You see, women, women have to be careful, huh? and men feed on your vulnerabilities. When you start to behave yes. like you already given somebody the indication that you know what, when I'm ready mm-hmm. to take her off, I know just what to do. Be nice. You know, you know how to push their buttons. Yeah, and that will mm-hmm. just take her off. Because being in a relationship for so long, we still call each other by our nicknames. Mm-hmm still call mm-hmm. each other by nickname so he will call me by my nickname i will call him by his nickname and it's like it, it's enshrined in us it doesn't mean that we hump or that anything but people tend mm-hmm. to see it as why are they still so good why do we have to not right. be good yeah huh? yeah why do we have to be cussing each other or i i go down by his house and make a big scene he didn't take the child this weekend <laughs> and carry on i don't make wow. i don't make no scene and he is a proud man he will dare not make a scene he's not giving mm-hmm. any satisfaction nagil i have made a few scenes well but not <laughs> not in that regard and in, in more um a few years ago i i went what did i do boy i went it was my birthday we had broken up just about a few months and Lucian hadn't seen him for some time and uh, I I wanted to do something for my birthday and I think I spent the weekend up in Maracas with my girlfriends. And he was by his dad. This was the first time in maybe four months. No problem. Um, I called him. I said, you know, um, I went and I was in Maracas all weekend. I um, come in to pick him up by you now in Trinity. But, um, you know, can you drop him home instead? Because I mean, I mean, I was in Maracas, which means I'm close to home in Maraval. Could you just drop him home? Could you bring him instead? And he's like, I'm always dropping him out, picking him up. I'm like, in my mind, what are you talking about? You don't ever drop him and pick him up. But I'm like, you know what, Cass? Just leave it alone. He hung up the phone. So I got to his house and, you know, in true form, he decided to make a scene by his mother. He was like, don't come here to quarrel with me. I, I swear, I said the man, I said, all I said to him was, I think we need to have a, we need to talk. And he went off. And wow. I was like, oh, oh, is, is Ravi? Okay, no problem. And I let everybody have it. I went off. <laughs> and I told him, I said, you know, first of all, you have no right to talk to me this way. You have no right to even decline dropping the child home because I bring him here. I do all the dropping. I pay all the bills. I do every single thing and you oh don't Lord, do shit. You haven't paid a bill in months. 
you haven't showed up in months and you have the audacity to say to me that you do everything and, and giving me attitude, man, I let him have it. And when I'm done, I bust to cuss and I leave. I don't know about my way. Sometimes when they <laughs> out, it's because they're hoping that you don't respond. So it, it, it everybody will take it as, oh, she didn't say anything. So maybe what he's saying is the truth. Correct. So Correct. Sometimes when they kind of hope to, to, to create the narrative that you are the one doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. at least for me, I think that is if if you have to accept something as being better than something else, I think that is still better when people probably act out and show themselves. The worst thing yeah. is when you're dealing with an individual that nobody else could read and only you know about that person. Yeah. And yeah. for my situation was like that because you're looking at mm-hmm. a cute star boy. He well humble, you know, quiet. Nobody don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like behind closed doors. Yeah. Nobody do yeah. anything. And it, it's similar to what my mother had to deal with. Only we in the house knew the monster. Outside on the street, Got it. everybody is upstanding man in the community. Well, you know, everybody looks up to him. And that is what these people right. do. Uh, they try to portray something mm-hmm. to the point where you now question yourself am i seeing this right? yes am i seeing it right am i overreacting you know everybody mm-hmm. is this but you have to be tr- and this, this is what i was talking about earlier when i said being true to yourself you have the facts stop trying yes. to paint over the facts with something else because of what other people are seeing Correct. You know exactly what is going on. And sometimes I think what tends to happen is people see and they kind of convince you. You know, same thing you were talking about earlier. You know you always have an opinion. Or you know, Cass, you know you could be a little strong-minded sometimes. Or you know, you know, you just say what's on your mind. And you know, maybe you should do this differently or whatever the case is. And you walking around with all these hang-ups about your personality. About your personality. While you are... Yeah. In effect, being abused. Yes. Treated badly. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are people who do not know the real me. Because, yeah. as far as they're concerned, oh, pretty eyes. She's bright. She's a good mother. But there is, there, there are so many layers to me that people mm-hmm. are not aware of it. And the people who get to see some of those layers of me, when you talk to them, you will never believe they're talking about the person that you know. Because they'd be like, she's a real comic. There are people who know me to be just a clown. And that is the easiest thing yeah. for me to be. But everybody see me as prim. And I mean, Serious. it's because yeah. to portray myself like that to her. I, I mean, I don't let's, let's come be on. Yeah, I'm a clown. <laughs> well, I mean, but that, of course, that part of you would be exposed when need be, right? There's a time and place for everything. Yeah. Um, a few weeks, a few months, about a month or two ago, I had some issues with my car and I was buying this part at Massey. And this guy was saying to me, like, I had to go to him like maybe three or four times. And the last day I went in there to get what I have to get, whatever we talk, whatever. And when before I left, you know, he said, You know, you're real funny. And uh, I was like, uh, Okay, uh, I guess. He said, I would have never guessed that. He said, you just come in here with your face so serious, yeah. with your heels on in your little business wear. He said, I would never guess you so cool. Exactly. I said, well, you know, I, what do you want me to do? Just walk around well, well, grinning at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just never would have guessed that. I said, well, I guess it's not for you to understand. Yeah. But, you know, 
I, I can tell a joke. I can yeah. take a joke. Exactly. And, and, you know, and people always feel like they have to always be so prim and proper in conversation with me. And I'm like, why are you so stiff? <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Like some guy. Relax. Just a set of huge unnecessary words. And I'm like, boy, move. I'm going to try to talk to you. <laughs> Please. You know what I mean? I, I I had that experience as well. I can't lie. And I understand it's because, you know, I, I am a serious person generally. Yeah, but to me, sometimes um, I have to protect myself by being like that because human beings, yes. especially in Trinidad, don't understand. Mm-hmm. I can smile with you and have a cordial conversation and we can end it right there. Yeah. They think, oh, and it doesn't have to go any further. You know, I am something. You understand? And I'm like, you just have a little conversation and that's it, you know. I said mm-hmm. that's all it had to be for you, just that conversation, nothing else. <laughs> and I feel to like sometimes familiarity breeds contempt, right? Because I've noticed that the minute you're gonna give an opening, and, and which is why I mean I know a lot of men are likely gonna be upset about me saying this, but you know, it, it's very difficult sometimes dealing with Trinidadian men on the premise that you have little conversation that doesn't have to be anything big you don't have to have any big meaningful discourse over anything but a little hi hello hey how you going even a little bad joke oh gosh you look nice in that clothes today or whatever the case is and before you know it somebody is sending you unsolicited pics or or telling you it's and, and it's like what where did this come from yeah. and why do you feel you could say this it, it, you know what i mean to talk to themselves and my dms you know plenty of them having conversations by themselves well, that's my my life story when it comes to to, to conversations by themselves. I am just like, okay, cool, continue. I'm my business. In the, I've learned a lot, especially in my professional life. So, for example, recently mm-hmm. one of my directors told me, he said, um, your door is always closed. I feel like I have to make an appointment to see you. So, this, mind mm-hmm. you, my door is a clear glass, so you can see me. My blinds are open. Right. And this is a person mm-hmm. is somebody who I report to. You own the organization. Right. So there's no way you could think you have to make an appointment to see me. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. But as I was explaining to him, I told him, I said, in my position, I have to be very impartial with management as well as the directors. I bridge the gap between everybody. So I can't afford to be too, too overly friendly with everyone relax yeah and because people don't understand that i have to teach them it so the moment Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. guys always find a way to stop by to say something and the moment Mm -hmm. i make you feel okay we can have a chit chat you will always come because it happened with a couple people and Sometimes they call my extensions to ask me some foolishness about avocados and stuff. And I'm like, this is not a legal question. Why are you bothering me on my extension to ask me about avocados? Is this chit-chat? Don't call me for nonsense. <laughs> Why are you calling me for nonsense? And then in my email signature yeah. has my cell phone number, which is the work cell number. So I find people WhatsApping mm-hmm. me and I have to tell people, look, listen, if it's not a legal question about the organization, this number is not for that <laughs> you know please don't and then they look at me like yeah. gosh you know she's so she's stuck so up and she's so this that. and she's so that you understand? yeah i've had a lot of you know um you know she's so she's so stiff and she's she's very stush 
and da 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 a lot of conversations at which my friends are generally like well i mean you don't know her so if you knew her you wouldn't even think that um but i've realized that you really do have to protect yourself you a lot in terms of managing your relationships and manage, managing the way you deal with people exactly. because oh gosh that inch yard um that concept is a water. real thing people quickly, will quickly, overdo and you also have to yeah. not care what people think i've come to realize that whatever you care that is your business well yeah you understand for sure so for sure. you just there, there comes a point in growing up that you kind of you kind of get there it takes some time but you know yeah it takes some time and it you have to, to, to be oh, it to, happens with the same cool Hello. Hello. More of this conversation is going to come in subsequent episodes. I hope you enjoyed and I hope it somehow touched somebody out there today. Take care. See you next week. Bye.